Hey, welcome to Whitefields Community Church Sermon Extra. It's great to have you with us once again this week. And I'm Pastor Mike. I'm here with Sean Gilliam, who taught us through uh, 2 Kings chapter 22 and 23 on Sunday morning. And as we continue through our series, The Desiring the Kingdom, we're almost at the end, heading into the, the Easter uh, time. And we've got some great things coming up and planned for you there as well. But we were in 2 Kings chapter 22 and chapter 23. And the title of the message was Be Zealous for the Lord. And you can find uh, that if you missed it, you weren't here with us on Sunday morning, you can find that at whitefieldschurch.com or any of your favorite uh, streaming platforms, uh, uh, podcast platforms. And uh, if we, if you would, it would just be great for us if, uh, you know, you, God really blesses you, rate and review, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, share it. Uh, it just really helps us, uh, you know, when people are asking questions about these kind of things, we can provide them with godly, Christ-centered, gospel-centered content to answer some of the questions that people might have. But um, So, Sean, we were in chapter 22, 23, amazing time. I really enjoyed this uh, section, you know, looking at Josiah and uh, the King Josiah, who comes after, you know, you know, you have two great kings that's kind of sandwich are really, really bad kings. So Hezekiah and the Manasseh, the worst king ever. And then Josiah comes back and he starts doing, you know, they find the book of the law and try and uh, starts to institute uh, the reforms. And he was very, he was very, very zealous uh, for the Lord. It was great, great looking through those two chapters. But one of the questions came up with our community group, and I just wanted to talk about, discuss a little bit today was, what's the difference between conviction and condemnation and, and and your message of course focused a lot on repentance, repentance of sin. And so, you know, we just wanted to discuss what what you know, what are some of the, the differences we can say between condemnation and conviction? Absolutely. Yeah, conviction uh, at the root of it is bringing to knowledge uh, to someone about their sin. And it, it it's to bring a sense of shame, but not in a sense like condemnation where there's punishment involved and you're kind of done away with. Um, conviction, actually, there's, there's hope in it. There's a, there's a hope for redemption that you can turn from whatever you were doing and turn to obedience to the Lord. So that conviction is actually a blessing. And that's one of the roles that the Holy Spirit plays is he convicts us of our sin so that uh, we'll turn to God in repentance. Um, the flip or, or condemnation, as you talked about, is uh, it's condemnation. I mean, that word has a meaning to everybody. It's you're done. You know, we want nothing to do with you. You're, you're an outcast. You're condemned. Uh, and there's punishment, like I said, associated with that. So uh, there's no hope. Uh, there's no sense of redemption that's involved with condemnation. And so, again, that's just the goodness of God that uh, as he saved us and uh, even for unbelievers, you know, the spirit, uh, the word, when they hear it, there's a sense of conviction there with the hopes that they'll repent and turn to Jesus Christ as their savior. Uh, and likewise for us as believers, we struggle with sin. It's just a, a simple truth. Um, we will always struggle with sin until uh, we die and we go to be uh, with the Lord in heaven. And so uh, it's important for us to, to remember that. I think where people struggle is that, uh, you know, we see that we're guilty of some sin and we have that conviction of the spirit, but we can quickly turn it into self-condemnation. We're, we're too focused on, oh, great, I'm not perfect, therefore I'm condemned. And uh, there's just a whole lot of pride in, involved with that whole mindset. And uh, it can hinder us from obeying God because we're too busy thinking, well, if I condemn myself, I bet everybody else would condemn me if they knew about the sins I struggled with. And obviously God, who is holy, condemns me. 
And uh, it can just give us this mindset that isolates us uh, from other believers. And most importantly, it isolates us from God. And as such, I think uh, that just makes it easier to go back to whatever sin we're struggling with. And so my encouragement to uh, everybody out there is that as you're struggling with sin, you're not alone. Uh, there's no sin uh, that can completely separate you from God. Uh, you, like Manasseh was regarded as the worst king in the line of the kings of Judah, um, but he repented. And uh, so there's hope for everybody. David, uh, as we talked about on Sunday, committed some, some heinous sins, uh, but he repented. So there's hope for all of us. It doesn't matter uh, what you've done. There's always hope for us. So, um, you know, and it might be another sin to repent of is that pride that con- or that self-condemnation that, uh, you know, you expected yourself to be perfect. And if you're not, therefore, you're utterly condemned. Well, that's, again, I think that's just... Uh, a wrong view of yourself and a wrong view of sin. We're, we're all guilty. Um, and so the hope is to turn to Christ and we can be forgiven. So, yeah. And isn't that the, the beauty of the gospel? Like Romans eight tells us there is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Absolutely. Uh, But, and uh, you know, that when that condemnation comes and isn't that what, what our enemy wants to do? He's come, he desires to try and condemn us, to steal, to, to you know, rip from us that assurance that we have in our in our salvation in the Lord, and say you've sinned now. Mm-hmm. You know, you you cannot go into the presence of the Lord, and that yeah. isn't that what kind of the result I think many times of condemnation is that is that condemnation pushes us away from the presence of God, where yeah. I would say conviction of the Holy Spirit draws us to the Lord. Yeah. You know, it's, Lord, I've sinned, and we. And when we do that, we have, you know, the Bible says that, that God is, Jesus willing to forgive us, you know, yeah. if we turn and repent to the him, to him, you know. So I, you know, I always pray Sunday mornings many times that the Lord would convict those that need to be convicted as they walk mm-hmm. in to our church and bring, you know, but also bring joy where there's bitterness or, uh, you know, but bring conviction where there's sin, you know, yeah. that, that that they would not walk out of this place with that still in, that they would draw near to, that's why we come into the presence of the Lord many times as the body of Christ, to draw near to the Lord, you know, and and confess our sin, you know, uh, to confess. And we're coming up to that time, you know, Good Friday, it's going to be a time where, you know, Friday is, is a somber time. It's a time to, you know, confess our sin to, you know, let this Holy Spirit convict us of those things, you know, mm-hmm. knowing full well that that's all been paid for. It's, it is finished yeah. in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And so, no, it's a great thing to think about. I think people mix those two up. Conviction, being convicted of your sin or being condemned by your sin. I, and, you know, let's make sure that when any of that happens, we're running to the Lord and not running away from the Lord, which is what Josiah did. He ran, you know, he ran to the Lord and he instituted a lot of reforms. And you can see just he went, it's very, I mean, encourage our viewers to go through and read. I mean, he systematically just goes through and destroys all those things, idolatry and stuff that plagued, you know, Israel. So how would you say then uh, we can move forward in these things in, in, in the area of conviction versus condemnation? Well, I think the important thing for us to understand, you know, as we've discussed, that God wants us to repent and he gives us the power to repent. Uh, and so I think as, as believers, uh, to move away from that self-condemnation and feeling like you just got to meet a list of demands, otherwise you're condemned. Uh, instead, let, let repentance, let obedience to God be an act of worship. And so when you're faced with those temptations that you struggle with, uh, talk to God. 
I say, Father, I'm struggling with this. Uh, I, I don't want to do this. Um, and in those moments, in love for God, say, I'm going to turn away from this temptation and do what you want me to do because I love you. And with that, I can guarantee you, you're going to experience that peace, uh, just that presence, that fellowship with God, that sin will never grant you. Um, you will, you know, those, uh, those fleeting pleasures of sin, uh, as we all know, they lead to destruction. Uh, it leads to uh, more guilt. It meet, leads to more self-condemnation. Uh, it leads to us isolating ourselves from other believers and even God. Uh, so, and then, of, of course, all those other consequences of sin I talked about uh, on Sunday morning. So um, that peace with God is greater than any fleeting pleasure. So I would encourage people to think of repentance, to think of turning from their sin, resisting temptation, uh, as an act of uh, worship to God, fellowship with God, talk to him because uh, he's right there. He's listening to you. And so, uh, and he, he greatly rejoices when sinners repent and turn to him. Uh, we can, we can easily and quickly access him and enjoy that fellowship with him. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, great point to end on that. No matter where you find yourself within that equation, condemnation or conviction, mm-hmm. make sure you're going to the Lord yeah. and not away from the Lord, that you're having that conversation and you're not having a conversation with somebody else. You're having that with the Lord because yeah. he is the only one that can bring, bring you know, um, true peace into our lives through these things. He's the only one who can forgive sins. He's the only one who said it is finished. Yeah. And uh, we can live in that and, and rejoice in that. And that's what we, we love to do when we get together. Yeah. That's the body of Christ or in your prayer closet, you know, just make sure, you know, that conversation, yeah, is happening. That's a great, great thought to end on. And uh, again, if you missed any of uh, Sean's sermon on Sunday morning, get over there, whitefieldschurch.com, and you can download it there or subscribe, ring the bell, do all those things you're supposed to do. We look forward to doing, uh, seeing you again next week. God bless.